You're listening to Lady Balls Daily. We're coming at you seven days a week with advice and inspiration to help you live your most fucking epic life. I'm your host, Connie Constantine. Welcome back to Lady Balls Daily. Ah, all about the power of center this week. We are joined again by Justine Malik. She's an LA-based yoga and Pilates teacher. Welcome back, Justine. Thanks, Connie. You're so welcome. If you missed yesterday's episode by any chance, uh, we were we really got into the physical aspects of the core, and it's how it just how it's so much more than a six pack or a cute cute six pack it could be <laughs> shout out to all those cute six packs but um <laughs> but seriously uh it's really it, it it is the center of power physically in our body so if that's of interest to you and you like geeking out on getting deep on that stuff please listen to yesterday's yesterday's episode and even if you don't like geeking out on it but you just value not having back pain <laughs> and you want to stay injury free yeah. uh there's a lot of great tips there so that was fun that was a lot of fun fun. yeah and (laughs) if you want to learn how to really stabilize and handstand we've been we even got into that so there's a little something for everybody but today we are going to talk about the mind-body connection with our center because it's a real thing so let's let's talk about that let's piggyback like kind of or not well yeah piggyback on what we were talking about yesterday which is core awareness like core strength but obviously and you also gave some really great tutorials on how to just be more aware of what's going on in our core strength and stability physically let's talk about how that spills over into our emotional life and mindset because i feel like there's a really strong connection there i yeah i feel that there's a really strong connection between the two as well my perspective on all of this is that there's no separation between any of it so you are a body right you have Mm -hmm. a body excuse me and this container that is your body holds space for all of it your muscles your bones your spirit your heart like everything your emotions is within you so when we move our bodies yes we're working out or yes we're targeting our abdominals but the whole system is involved and all of the other parts. And so for me, one of my favorite aspects of core work specifically is that it's for me, and I I know I'm not alone in this, it's super grounding. Um, Pilates, a lot of mat Pilates and quite a bit on the equipment, the reformer and all of the other equipment um, is you're laying on your back and you're supine and, um, it's just like you're casually hanging out. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. always, and I always feel that way hard. in your class, yeah. Justine, like just hanging out, just relaxing yeah. here on We're the just mat. like relaxing no and hanging out <laughs> and also getting our butt kicked. Right. So in a really loving, loving way. Yes. Um, but this idea that connecting to center, literally your core center can center you, so to speak, I think is really interesting. Mm. And so when we feel all over the place, you know, one of the most interesting examples of this is when it's super windy outside. And Ayurvedically speaking, that's there's a lot of vata or, you know, the air element is um, imbalanced. There's too much of it. Um, there's an extreme of it. And so when it's really windy, people kind of 
you can sense it in the energy of people. Like they are kind of all over the place and a little spastic or just, you know what I mean? Like there's just like a a chaotic energy, frantic, frenetic energy. I get, I get Um, you girl. Seriously. I like, as as, like predominantly Vata. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're not going all Ayurvedic here today, but, but yeah, yeah, that is like, I totally understand what you're saying. And I think it's right. And so there's something really beautiful. And I've had this over the years, several times where it's like crazy outside. Um, you know, in LA we have palm trees everywhere and you see these palm fronds everywhere. They're smacking into buildings and, um, and then people come to class and it starts off and you can really sense that chaos within everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not conscious, I think some people are like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> right. Inside think- they're kind of like shaking cause they're just like, so cra- like, cracked out, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even realize it. Um, and then you come onto your back and then you notice your breath and you feel your muscles and all of a sudden it's like, whew. I'm here. I'm in my room and I, uh, in my body, I'm like in my, I'm in the room. I have landed and arrived with more presence. And so there's also an element of heat building, right? Like Mm -hmm. working your core abdominals can make you really hot. It can wake up the muscles. It can heat them up. And that heat, that fire can also just bring more awareness to the physical body and subsequently to the whole self which I think is really beautiful. So, I mean, for me, this has been something that, you know, when I feel all over the place, when I feel stressed, like I can just lay down for a second and come into my breath and then do a little bit of movement that is heat building. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I'm a little bit more focused or, you know what, I'm like not as emotional. If, you know, different emotions I think can use, you can use different movement tools. Core work is not always appropriate. Sometimes you need something super gentle like a twist, you know, and just like hanging out in a twist or you need a hip opener, whatever it is. I think the body is, it's all related, um, but it can bring you back into your center. I think these are different doorways in the postures are different doorways, the exercises are doorways. To get more focused and centered. Would you say also, because I I, I 100% agree that that is the case and I've, I've felt it myself, but would you also say, is this something you've noticed in in any of your clients or students that you've worked with that when they become more aware of their core, and I know the easy way to say it is strengthening and there's, it's so much more than strengthening your core, but when they feel like they do have a powerful core, more control over it, more strength from it, do you see that spilling over into their personal life, into their emotional life? Like even maybe with their confidence and and things like that? Completely. I mean, Um, this is really interesting with, I just did a course or I'm still in it actually. Um, it's for, um, postpartum corrective exercise Mm -hmm. and a lot of what happens after a baby, right? You have to rebuild the pathways neurologically. And we were just talking about this in the previous episode of that. We are, we're turning these pathways on, we're bringing awareness to them so that we can engage different parts of ourselves that we hadn't accessed before. And so I had a client that was, there was a lot of fear around plank, which was really interesting for me because when I first started working with her, I would have never guessed that that this is something that would bring fear. And, you know, like I just, I thought she was strong. I knew she worked out and like, we hadn't really, really talked about her movement background much, but I knew she went to the gym and stuff, but I was shocked, you know? And I was like, this is super interesting. This is super interesting that like just having her even with her knees down, it was like she was like, I'm not strong enough. I can't do that, Hmm. you know. And so as we 
did, you know, as we worked together through that process, it was amazing to see the fear dissolve, you know, as she recognized this own, like she didn't get like, oh my God, so much stronger, you know, and like, it didn't even take that long for something like clink. It just took a couple of tweaks alignment wise for her to, you know, feel like, oh, this isn't hurting my wrists. Oh, my back's not dying. Like I'm, I'm okay here, you know? So there's, I think a lot of what we are doing is creating a sense of safety through the structure. So if we are doing anything where we don't feel stable, nervous nervous system wise, there will be a sense of contraction or rigidity or gripping, like think of like a white knuckling kind of sensation, even if your knuckles are not actually like gripping any, like you're not physically gripping anything Um, inside, there's that sense. But if on the like flip side of that, you've set yourself up in a way that feels safe, right? Alignment wise, or the environment is safe, or you feel supported by your instructor, then I mean, if you set the body up, the bones and the joints properly, the muscles will function the way they are meant to in most cases, which is why alignment can be so helpful. And that's where we can get a sense of ease, even if you're working super hard. Mm hmm. Super hard, like work does not mean like super deep engagement does not mean that you're going to, you know, burn out and fatigue or that you're going to like pull a muscle or like something super extreme. You know, um, there can be deep engagement and activation, but also a sense of ease. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like when we overcome those, uh, for whatever reason we have them, those little I can't moments on the mat, just through little tweaks. And oftentimes by, like you were saying, not by white knuckling it, by actually maybe backing off a little bit and going, okay, what, what can I change here to make this more accessible? And I mean, in my everyday life, I like to, whenever I go to that place, whether it's like a physical thing or, or, um, you know, some kind of, task that I'm doing throughout the day or intellectual leap. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like make it up that it's easy, right? So it's more right. like backing up and just like letting it flow a bit more. But I find that was a little side note, but but what I find is when I come when I overcome those little I can'ts yeah. on the mat physically in whatever practice I'm doing, like that spills over into my everyday life, whether it's something I'm doing at work, whether it's something I'm trying to learn. Um, I think it's inevitable. I don't think there's a separation, you know, you're one person. So um, I think that's why so many people who all of a sudden start figuring out how to relax, Mm -hmm. you know, like they can get to Shavasana at the end of a yoga class and they're actually not like, okay, what's, what's for dinner? You know, like if they can get to a point, even if it's like 30 seconds of it at the beginning, not the full five minutes, whatever, um, maybe they start sleeping better, Yeah, you know, or just these are the kind of things that sometimes unless someone's paying attention, they won't necessarily notice them right away. Mm -hmm. But what we're doing with our movement practice is tuning in. Like you're checking in with yourself and being like, so what's going on here? Yeah. (laughs) Right. And so we're heightening a level of awareness. You know, you're deepening your own sense of what's happening within. And if you do that on the mat, then there's, it's not like you're going to walk off the mat and just be blind to everything you've just discovered. It's, it's right. self-inquiry. That's what this 
all of these practices are. Exactly. So our ability to pause and take a breath when you're in an argument, yeah, can it be directly related to the yoga class you did on Tuesday? No, it's not like that, right? These are practices that like, just like we are turning on neurological pathways to work a muscle. If we're turning like a specific physical muscle, you can think of like the muscle of gratitude in your body or like the mm-hmm. muscle of patience. Like you're practicing those neural pathways too. So as an, you know, just as an idea through your movement practice, all of it's present, you know, um, it can be woven into one thing. And one thing you like to say, and it will, you have it on your website, movement yeah. is medicine. Yeah. So true. Uh, I love it. I mean, I, there's so many different ways that that can be applied. I mean, mm-hmm. on the physical sense, movement can be so healing for physical injuries. Um, but then physical injuries are not always, don't always have a root within the physical realm, right? So some right. people have back pain that is emotional. And so addressing the physical body can facilitate ease in the body, but also addressing the non-physical elements that are contributing to the pain can also facilitate ease in the body. So there's this really beautiful reciprocity that can emerge. Um, I think grief, you know, when you're going through intense sadness and processing that, it's in your bodies. Like, you know, um, one of my favorite books is The Body Keeps the Score. Oh, yes, and yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's so good. And so, so good. I um, gave it to every single person in my family for the holidays and I gave it to my, all my clients. I was like, you need this book. Everyone needs this book. And um, it talks all about the healing of trauma and how trauma lodges in the body. And the thing is, like, every experience that we go through in our lives is present in our bodies. So we have to process these things in a really direct way, but sometimes indirect is just as good. It doesn't always have to be like, I'm doing this particular stretch on the lung meridian because (laughs) lung meridian speaks to grief in Chinese medicine. It doesn't have to be that way. It could be just moving the body and then you end up engaging with that meridian or some part of you feels a sense of softness. And then it's like, oh, I can breathe a little bit more easily than I was able to 20 minutes ago. So what suggestions would you have for people? It's funny, there's like, and I didn't intend for there to be this much overlap. But um, one of the recent shows I was telling you about in the last episode, when I was talking about neural pathways, when it comes to just negative thoughts and things like that. Yeah, we hit on that a little bit of how we store emotions in the body and experiences Mm. in the body. Um, and of course, I recommended the class because it's my yeah, favorite, totally. like super cathartic and yeah, class. big release. Yeah, and it's huge. But what would you recommend for somebody who who does just like doesn't want to go deep into it, but it's just like I just need to release this, like yeah, any kind of class? well, that's an like, interesting is- thing. Not wanting because all of these practices of sensitizing yourself to what's mm-hmm. going on, there's a there's pros and cons to this, right? Yeah. The more that yeah, we're yeah. able to feel, the more that we're able to feel. And that goes in both directions. So the more good that you're able to feel or the more that you're able to feel certain things and that are happening in your shoulder, you know, right, the pain right. or like whatever, that means that if you've heightened that level, that, uh, that sense, that sensitivity within you, it's going to go both directions. So if something not good is going on in your life, um, you're also going to feel that more too. It's just right, right. your capacity 
to feel anything is increasing. So there, I mean, and that can be really scary. So totally, which totally. goes circles directly back to this idea of creating safety. So our mat, you know, we want to go into things that we feel prepared for, you know, we want to do just like in yoga, you don't want to be jumping into these crazy arm balances and forcing your body into it just to do the pose that can lead to physical injury that can lead to a lot of things that we don't want. Um, I mean, someone jumping into a handstand and they don't know what they're doing. They, they can fall. I mean, that, yeah. that is oh, a possibility. It's a real thing. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, and you can like hit your head, like all these things. It's like, and then you're, some people will be so scared. They never want to do it again. And it's like, well, we didn't set it up from a foundation and you know, the foundation exactly. wasn't it's, stable. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I think that that, you know, I actually forget what your question was, but in no, terms no. of like what suggestions, what? I, you know? well, I realized as we're talking about this too, we're going to get, we, we actually are slated to get into this much deeper in okay. a few episodes from now. Um, but okay. it was really, <laughs> you had recommended the book, the body keeps the score. Oh yes. And yeah, yeah. so we're going to be taught. So, so like, like let's side table that for a second okay, we'll, or, or yeah. And we'll get back not a second, but like, we're going to get back to that in a, a very near future episode, but really how, how to, I think specifically what I ended up asking is how we can work through those stored emotions. But I think for our purposes right now is just to, to acknowledge and to plant the seed that that is a real thing, right? Like we physically hold, we can physically hold trauma or, and it doesn't even have to necessarily be like the most horrible trauma in the world, but just day to day in and out stress. We hold that in our bodies. So, um, yeah, that's where we're going. We're going to get deep into it. I'm excited. Yeah. And I think what's important to point out though, as well, is that movement is a tool. It's Mm -hmm. one tool. Um, and within the umbrella of movement, there are a million different modalities that people can choose and they, we will naturally gravitate towards different ones. Not everyone will gravitate towards Pilates or yoga or Feldenkrais, you know, it's a somatic movement modality, but that will speak to individuals on a different level. Um, but I think it's important to kind of going back to this idea of zooming in and zooming out, like it doesn't have to just be alone movement. That is the, the medicine that you're choosing. Um, maybe you go to therapy as well. You know, right. I mean, oh yeah, these, totally. these can, you know what I mean? They have to be in conjunction, just like the body. You can't just target your, your knee. Cause you have knee problems. You got to look at the whole thing. Like maybe it's actually in your hip. Um, if it's not just body, right? Like if it's something else, there are other means of support that can facilitate that sense of safety or whatever it is that you're needing. Um, so that there can be, re- be release or there, so that there can be a processing. I just happen to find, you know, personally that movement has been something super, super important for me. And uh, the clients that I get to work with have similarly had, you know, both physical and non-physical um, experiences that, you know, are directly related to their movement practice. Exactly. You know, let's like, Let's actually wrap this up for today because we're coming up on 20 minutes here. Amazing. I know. We could keep going and we will keep going tomorrow. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing, everybody. Okay, just a quick recap. Uh, You can reach out to Justine. at You're on Instagram at Justine Malik. Yes, that's it. And JustineMalik.com. She's teaching here locally in Los Angeles at Wanderlust and Samsara. 
Samarasa. Samarasa. Yeah, funny name. Oh yeah. my gosh, Samarasa, not Samsara. I, in my head, part. it's been Samsara in my head all this time. But... I actually confused it when I first learned of the studio as well. Oh my goodness. Because Samsara is a Sanskrit word, and so is Samarasa. Okay, so if all you bitches don't know enough Sanskrit, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, we don't. You don't have. There won't be a Sanskrit like spelling test or vocabulary definitely like, not lesson. not in the pilates class after all this just kidding <laughs> yeah we can't say for yoga there might yes. be there you might get stuck with one there but all right well we're going to dive deeper into this topic tomorrow of uh releasing emotional tension and experiences and all that good stuff all that fun stuff uh in tomorrow's episode so we will see you tomorrow Ballsy Babes Unite. If you're down with our vibe, make sure to go to LadyBallsNation.com and sign up for our Insiders newsletter. And don't forget, new episodes drop every day, so make sure to hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a single one. Hey there, Connie here with a quick reminder that if you are loving these interviews with Justine, make sure to head on over to LadyBallsDaily.com where we have two longer ones, kind of like a little extra bonus there. So you can go to LadyBallsDaily.com, you can just search Justine Malik in the search bar at the top and you're going to find two more interviews. One's called Tap Into Your Intuition and the other one is called Whole Body Awareness. Really Really, really, really good stuff. And I hope you are enjoying this five-part episode with her encore. All right. See you tomorrow.